And then all of a sudden you have to like slow down your pace by like a minute per mile just to get the thing out. Uh, yep. It's not. It's, yeah. Short designers, I feel like sometimes the, these designers for shorts are not runners themselves. They're or they don't. More for, do more for style than function. Hello and welcome to The Final Turn, an upbeat podcast about all things running. I am Keith, a currently injured runner, barely hanging on to my 259-day run streak. My co-host is Sean, a superior runner in the My Best of Times, and certainly now. Sean, did you run today? Uh, I, I did. Um, I ended up just running a 10K this morning. I was going to go out for 10 miles, but decided to do a, a run slash weightlifting split. Uh, so went out for a 10K, came back, did some strength for a bit, and that was great, and did some stretching. Uh, for me, you know, I'm like, I'm partially injured as I always am, but uh, really trying to find some inspiration to, to start training here uh, and putting, you know, there's some no races on the calendar right now, but I want to start just like going fast again. Uh, but have you have you made it to 260? Did you run today? Today will be day 260. I think this is the first episode that I have not run before, but I will run today. Oh, it is wow. pouring outside. It is. Was it yeah. raining when you I, ran today? No, it wasn't. I went at five, like 15 or something this morning. Oh my God. Uh, okay. so <laughs> I don't remember. It, my, my wife was like, where did you run today? I'm like, I forget. I actually didn't remember because I was like, I'm Already half asleep during out. these runs anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I will uh, run. Hopefully it can be the run. Rain. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be raining for the next 10 hours. So I'm definitely running in the oh. rain. I think I'll run around Dolores Park because normally I can't because there's just too many folks um mm -hmm. but when it's raining there's no one there just me and a couple yeah. other crazy people so <laughs> anyway Perfect. that'll be day, day 260 so uh today we're going to talk about gear specifically gear to help you hold things while you run uh some of us don't have a pair of shorts that can hold a phone so we have to resort things like running fanny packs um others need a place to carry water for their long run and so on um so we're going to get into that and Kind of excited to talk about specific use cases and types of gear, but also to get into some specific products we use. Um, and I think the best way to break this up is to talk about sort of short runs versus long runs, um, just mm -hmm. because the, the the things you need to carry differ pretty extremely. Well, it depends. We're going to get into it. So should we start with short runs first? Yeah. So, you know, for a short run, I was thinking something like, you know, just a leisurely run. It's between maybe a one mile to eight, nine miles. You're just kind of going out there for a basic training run, not doing any, uh, any speed or, uh, whatnot there. Um, so I want to kind of think about this of like, what sh in a way of like, what should you potentially bring? Uh, if you listen to one of our earlier podcasts with Ann Monty about nutrition and running, uh, there's a lot of, uh, related probably topics that we will talk about here. Um, versus like what, you know, you and I actually do, uh, I'm on the wrong side of the spectrum. I think you're a little bit better, um, and the better part of the spectrum, but we're not the best. Uh, so we'll kind of talk, I'd like to talk about that. Um, but for, for short runs for me, it's, you know, I think you're pretty much the same as socks, shoes, shorts, your watch. Um, and then I typically always bring my phone. Uh, I do have an Apple watch, but I typically run with my Garmin and, uh, we can get into that a little bit. Uh, I don't bring a, I a lot of people bring credit cards. I, I don't know if you do, but I don't because of Apple Pay. And the nice thing about like San Francisco is like every place accepts Apple Pay now. So I never have to, it's never a concern. Uh, and then I always, I always bring a key. And I've been trying to find a better place to not run with a key because there's no great place for a key. And, and we're going to get into this, I know. Um, <laughs> but what's, uh, what, what do you typically run with if, you know, it's a little short run? Yeah. So I made a list of like my must have. So socks, 
even though actually sometimes in the summer I don't wear socks, but usually when I'm running, I wear socks, socks, shoes, uh, my shorts, my watch, and those, that's it. I don't, I usually don't wear a shirt. So it's just those four things, socks, shoes, shorts, watch. Um, I don't like carrying a key. So I'll normally, should I reveal this on the air? Yeah, I guess. We've already, I, we, I, know, I, know, I remember we talked about this on one episode. I know okay. you hide it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hide it somewhere near my apartment. Well, let's leave it there. Um, and yeah, so for a short run, that's it. Um, and then sometimes I bring my phone. And if I do bring my phone, I sort of have two options. Well, three. One is I could just carry it. Um, Another is I have a pair of running shorts that has a pocket that is pretty good for carrying a phone. And just talk one about pair? Well, I'm slowly replacing all my running shorts with this specific pair of shorts. <laughs> Interesting. I'm very curious yeah. to hear about this because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going through a, an issue right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I love this pair of shorts. It's just they're preposterous preposterously expensive. So I, I can't really recommend them without reservation or yeah. So, all right. So you can carry it, you can put it in a pocket or you can um, have a running belt. And I'm a bit of an expert on running belts. I've bought basically every single one that is available on amazon.com. I think I have at least eight or nine different brands and, and kinds. And I don't love any of them. I mean, you want, you want a belt that connects to the pouch in a way that it doesn't flop. And I think most of these belts fail even at that. So the most, the most popular one is spy belt and it has a very small or very narrow strap and that narrow strap when holding a, a wide phone, like it just often ends up sort of flopping around unless you, you know, pin it really tightly to yourself. And then, yeah, I mean, another issue with these belts is they're not, I mean, I'm, I'm skinny, but I'm also a man. Like I, I sometimes I can't actually cinch it enough I can't get the belt tight oh, enough, so I have, I have to use a safety pin to to get the belt uh, small enough. And so certainly for most women, this would, this will be an even bigger issue. Do they not have, they don't have the like elastic band where you can whatever, slide it and they do make it tighter, do, but, but it just doesn't get tight enough? Yeah, even if you slide it to the minimum Interesting. You know, setting, it's it's still an issue. And then, you know... Some of them have like these huge pouches that even if you can get it cinched onto yourself, your phone's going to sort of wobble around in there. And yeah, I don't know why somebody should do a Kickstarter or something with like the the dream <laughs> runner's belt, you know, d- designed with, you know, runners in mind, although they're all designed runners with runners in mind. in mind. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I wonder what their testing strategy is. You know, like, do they, are they, when they're doing new product development or how often are new running belts coming out? Because it's like, once you create one running belt, like what? new technology comes out, maybe something in um, fabric technology or, or something, but I, I, I mean, don't know. You sort of uh, joke, but I mean, every, you know, Nike comes out with a new running shirt every, like, you know, twice a season or whatever. No, that um, is true. So, yeah. It's like, oh, you just spent 80 bucks on some like random shirt. Then like, the new one comes out for like 85 right. and you're like, this isn't like, why is the shirt even 85 bucks in the first place? Right. Right. You know, Lululemon does the same. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I think, look, I think the running belt market is not quite as large as maybe some other segments of the, of the, of the running, running market. But yeah, it is frustrating that there isn't a great solution for carrying your phone. Well, yeah, this you is, run. you know, I, I remember I texted you the other night about this because I'm getting 
I don't like to run with my Apple Watch because for various for many other reasons. But the one really nice thing about running with it is I don't have to bring my phone because I have the LTE version. And like if I need to text message or call someone, like it's perfect. But I don't. That's I nice. hate running with it, so I never do. So I always bring my phone. But it's been getting. It's you know, I'm going to say this. This is going to be bad, but it's getting cold in San Francisco in the mornings at 5 a.m. Now it's like 42 degrees, and my poor hands get a little bit cold with the wind. Um, but also it's getting really annoying just carrying a phone and I'm really interested in getting like the bigger phone when I, when I'm up for a refresh. And so I'm looking for something where I can be hands free pretty and still have my phone. And I was thinking about the, you know, we talked about the running belt, but I'm not going to deal with this thing like flopping all around and just, you know, cause it's going to, it's going to screw you up mentally. And I think a lot of this, when you're bringing more gear with you in general, you have to find the best way to store it because if you don't, um, then like you're mentally, I think it just like ruins you. Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah. well, go ahead. Well, so then there's like the other option of putting your phone in your shorts. And yeah. this is a whole nother, I think a whole nother topic, but when you put your phone in your shorts, if you don't have a good waistband with a good, um, what do you call it? This, the, uh, Elastic or, or the, or the drawstring, the drawstring. Thank you. With a good drawstring. I mean, I remember I did like a workout with you on the track and I put my phone in my back pocket and I was like, these things are going to like my shorts are going to fall off. And that's it, all I could think about the entire workout. Cause yep. even though the phone's not that heavy, it's like this weird position on your body that it feels like it's weighing your legs down versus like putting on like a, run, a, a running belt, which seems like it's in a better position where like the weight's not going to affect you mentally or physically as much. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, running shorts often come with pockets. Now it sort of depends what length running shorts you, you, um, prefer, but even if they do have a phone pocket, if it's in the side, it's going to flop around. So it's not really usable for that. And if it's in the back, if it's not close to the waistband, or if your waistband, you know, doesn't have enough cinching ability, it's going to flop around back there too. And, you know, some people have those like armband holsters for their phone. Have you seen those? Yeah. My my wife runs with <laughs> with those. I just yeah. I, I can never. I don't know why. I just I always think it looks funky. So I think it's more of it an aesthetic looks terrible, thing than a, in uh, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it's less of a. Uh, yeah, it's just more of an aesthetic thing that I really can't get behind. To be honest. Well, there's a balance. And issue it's hard too. to like change your music. The problem is like, it's first world problems are, like changing your music or if the podcast is over, then you don't want to listen to the next episode. Then you got to get it out of the, you know, you got to get it out of the armband or you get a, you have to get it out of the back of your shorts. Yep. You know, I think there's an option of like a lot of like Garmin's and stuff like that now have like the integration with like, um, like Spotify or, or whatever it may be. But it's something is nice about having that full control over like the screen of your phone while you run. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I use my phone quite a bit when I run. I mean, you follow me on social media, so you know, I post a lot of stories while I'm running. <laughs> I like sharing my runs with my four followers. Um, <laughs> and uh, also, yeah, I listen to podcasts or music. And so, uh, yeah, I'm inter- interfacing with my phone pretty often. So my the best option is if you're just carrying it, right? So you're already carrying it. That's, that's you know, it's handy there. Um, and then second best is in a pocket. And then third best is in a belt. And then like some distant, like 12th place is if it's in like one of those arm holsters that you, know, <laughs> you, you need the jaws of life to get it out of. And it, you know, takes six minutes to get it like back in there. But yeah, it's a hassle. Like even if you have it in a belt, I like wearing, I like having it on my back. So I have to like turn the belt around to the front. And I think these things are all, you know, they sound like pretty minor wines, but you know, 
they add up. It's if the you little run things day. in running. It's a little, yeah, it's the yeah. little things in running and it's like worth yeah. a better, and like people are willing to spend a little bit more to, for the investment of just an easy, a better like running experience. And yeah, yeah, I had this, yeah. I had this pair of, I guess, okay, well, I'll, I'll bring it, I'll bring it up after we talk about going into long runs, because when you think about doing long runs and we'll, we'll tie this into like races as well. I think when you, when you step up the distance or you step up the intensity, Typically, what you're supposed to do is bring nutrition with you. Um, some folks will bring, like, yeah, a, goo, a set of goo packets. It might be one, it might be two, up to like six for a marathon. Uh, or if you're doing an ultra or something, like, you have to bring a whole picnic basket, I think, when you do an ultra. So that's a whole other right. uh, area that I don't have much experience with. But then, you know, I don't. Have you ever brought? Okay, so well, there's a goo, there's a goo in the nutrition. But have you ever brought water with you? Yeah. Um, gosh, I have a lot to say about this too. So. The first thing, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, I think I am aware of basically every single public water fountain in the greater San Francisco area. I I really don't like carrying water, and I often plan routes so that I cross over places where there are known fountains. There are situations where I can't do that if I'm if I'm in a place I don't know, or if I want to do a run that that doesn't go by this. And so sometimes you have to carry water. Um, and when I do that, <laughs> all right, so now we're in a situation where I need to carry water. Um, mm-hmm. If I do that, I like, sometimes I like doing out and backs. So let's say I'm doing, let's say a, a 20 mile out and back. I can carry the water for the first seven miles and you know sip it when I need to. And then I can leave the water like maybe in a bush at mile seven. And then I do the final three miles of the going out and the, and the next three miles of coming back. And then I can pick the water up at, you know, mile 13 now. And so, yeah, there's like that six miles where I don't have the water, but I don't have to carry the water for that part either. And, Mm. you know, then I can drink it. Maybe I can finish it there and then I can throw it away. And so you're really only carrying the water for the first seven miles of that 20 mile run. Um, So yeah, I'll I'll play the little games like that to try to do it. Well, wait, what type of water do you, is like a reusable water bottle? Or do you have one of those that like slide onto your hand or you have like a belt? Because there's so many different ways to hold water. There are. Yeah. I mean, in this case, I would just have, you know, like a crystal geyser. Sometimes, you know, like the disposable crystal geyser, one yeah. liter or whatever it is. Sometimes I'll get... One, you're carrying it's one not a liter. liter? Sorry, Wait, it's not no. a liter. It's a, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Oddly, it's like, like 15.9. I think it's like 15.9 ounces. Um, so depending on like how warm it is or how much I need, sometimes I'll carry two of those, one of those in each hand. But normally I'll just carry... I'll just carry one. Um, and then I really don't like, carry- I try to minimize how much of the run I need to carry it for. Um, so maybe I'll do a figure eight or an out and back or, or something where I can cross over where I've left my water mid run. Have you ever tried like the, the ones that go like the water bottles that go on your hands? Like a- so there's, I think there's three, right? There's the ones that go on your hand. There's the belt. And then there's, you know, the, the I guess the backpack, which is probably more yep. for trail running. I've yes. never tried any three of them. Okay. I've tried all three of these. So the handheld ones have like a strap that that reaches around your hand and it sort of mounts the, the water bottle to your hand. I don't find the energy required to like bend my fingers a little bit to, to grasp the water bottle is worth <laughs> the extra hassle of <laughs> having the holster for it. Like it's not, it's not. I'm already, the annoying thing is the swishing around of the water and the weight. It's not mm. the like needing to bend my fingers to actively hold it. So I, I don't find those are particularly useful. Also, yeah, I mean, you don't, you can't just like 
throw that away. You have to, you'd have to carry that with you for the whole run. The belts, you'll see these belts that have like, you know, four different small water bottles on Mm -hmm. it. You know, the issue there is, uh, yeah, if you have water on your waist, it's sort of, you have to keep it balanced, right? So yeah. What do you, know, you, you do from if the you right drink side? One, you know, one on the right. Yeah. You get unbalanced right. and like you have to drink from the left and all of a sudden you drink too much water. You don't have enough water right. for the rest of the run. Right. And now you're carrying like six pieces of stuff, right? You have the, you have the belt itself and then, you know, the water bottles that go into, into the belt and you got your phone. Yeah. yeah. You got your key, you, you got your credit like card. A, you just have all this crap and, and that's a pain. So I don't like doing that either. Hydration packs. I don't know if I've ever tried one. I mean, I don't even like running with a shirt. So wearing a pack, <laughs> wearing a backpack that has water in it is sort of a, a non-starter for me. I mean, I've had some really interesting long run experiences with water. Like I did this, um, I did this run in Iceland a few years ago where uh, I climbed up. I think it was like, it ended up being like 4,000 feet of vertical elevation. You start at sea level and you climb up Mm. to basically the summit of that volcano that erupted in 2012 or whatever it was and shut down airplane traffic in Europe for weeks. Anyway, um, I I did some research and I knew there was going to be snow um, for like the middle third of this run. And I asked the like National Park Service there if, you know, drinking from the rivers, uh, you know, the, ru- the runoff from the rivers and, and eating the snow is safe. And they're like, yeah, there's no Girardia here or, or whatever the bacteria that gets in the water in, in some places. And so, yeah, I remember I would, yeah, sort of melt snow and drink that. So, you know, I don't know. I really. <laughs> so you just, you just pick this... up a, pick up a ball of snow and put it in your mouth. Like right. I used to do that as a kid. So I, that's yeah. how I drank water. And yeah. no I mean, this is all. A long-winded way of saying I really dis dislike carrying water. One more one more story here. I will often buy water. So if I'm if I'm running in a city and I'm doing a long run, rather than carry a water bottle, I'll just, you know, mile seven, I'll, you know, stop in a little corner mm-hmm. store and buy some water. But yeah, people don't like it when you show up without a shirt, super sweaty, and like in a huge hurry. Um because you know, I don't want to waste any time <laughs> yeah. in the store. Um, I, I never I never stop my watch for anything. You don't stop your watch. Yep. Right. You're crazy. Right. Stopping your watch is cheating. That's another conversation. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, like this one time I was at um, that gas station on the southwest side of Golden Gate Park and I wanted to buy a Gatorade and I went in there and I had my credit card and the Gatorade was $3 and their minimum was $5. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, can you just charge me $5? And he's like, no, you have to have an item. And I was like, okay, well, just charge me for two Gatorades. <laughs> and <laughs> so, so then he refused. And then I like went and got another bottle and was like, okay, charge me for these two. And then finally he like reluctantly charged me. And then I left the other one and he's like, no, you have to take it. <laughs> so you know, it would have been funny took- if, 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 if uh, it would have been funny if Gatorade was two for four that day. That would have been, yeah. And then you would have had to get a third Gatorade. <laughs> He was, what, okay, he was, so, I mean, he was being difficult for the sake of being difficult. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't like carrying water. Just trying to give the guy free money. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, he probably didn't like my attitude. And maybe my attitude was perfect. I don't. I, I cannot recall. <laughs> You're too dehydrated to remember. Um, what, okay, so what about holding goose? Because this is, this has always been like, a, like I've, t- we've talked to a lot of people. I have about like, people have weird superstitions or ways that they like, 
they'll use like a uh, a safety pin to tie to hold goose to their shorts because they can just like easily like rip it because it's like really hard to rip it and like you need a place to put the little cap or the the piece that you rip off. Um, yeah, what 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 have you used in the past for like holding for holding goo or any like weird tricks or you know any yeah good shorts um, to purchase uh, to easily access goos because I have I have some funny stories about this. Okay, all right, so uh, you know mid run nutrition comes in a couple of forms. There's some very solid things these these blocks and and jelly beans, and then there are goos, and there are goos of different consistencies and. The, the lighter consistency, the more watery consistency is easier to get down because they're less, uh, yeah, there's they're more less of that sort of weird mouthfeel that you get from the thick goos, but they're, they're heavier. So if you have a runnier goo, there's more water in it, but yeah, now you're carrying more, more per calorie on your run. So mm-hmm. you sort of have to decide what you want to carry. And then once you decide <laughs> what your, what your preferences there are, um, you're basically trading mouthfeel for, for weight. Um, yeah. So I have a pair of running shorts that I have. To, look, I'm just going to say what they are. It's the Tracksmith. Uh, what are they called? They're called the twilight short and they have, they have two. The one I like is the twilight split shorts. They're, they're three inches, which are kind of short, but they feel more modest than most split shorts. Um, but they have these three pockets in the back of the waistband. And so you can fit, um, you know, you can sort of separate, sometimes I'll have <laughs> different goos, but yeah, you can separate them that way. Um, and you can fit, you know, keys and a credit card in there. And you can also fit a phone in there. And it's, yeah, I, anyway, the reason why I, I like them so much is that, yeah, you can, you can get a phone in there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like those for that, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> You want to carry your nutrition uh, just like the phone is close to your waist because if it's down in a pocket that 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 has any depth, it's going to flop around, and that flop around, gets right. super annoying, especially. And on it's a hard long to run. access too. Like it, you know, for some of those side pockets, they they, they uh, say, "Oh, they go so deep, so there's like so much room in them to go like down the side of the short." And I have a couple of those where I put goose in there, and I'd be like running, and I couldn't, I can't grab them out because like the pocket's like really narrow, but it's very deep, so you can't fit like your whole hand in there pretty much. And then all of a sudden you have to like slow down your pace by like a minute per mile just to get the thing out. Uh, yep. It's not. It's, yeah. Short designers, I feel like sometimes the, these designers for shorts are not runners themselves. They're or they don't. More for, do more for style than function. Yeah. Right. I have a few pairs of shorts that have these like long, narrow, deep pockets. And yeah, it's a huge pain to fish out goose in there. And then, you know, let's say you want to carry four goose. You know, you have two on each side. You know, if they get crammed in there now, you know, now they're sort of particularly hard to get out. Um, it's, I don't, okay. So I don't carry, the only time I carry nutrition is, uh, on long training runs. If I'm ever doing a race, I will typically look up whatever the nutrition they're going to have available in the race. So I can oh, practice eating it okay. for my long, you know, so like, I don't know what Boston does, but, um, I think CIM, the California international marathon had, um, what did they have? It doesn't matter. It, let's say they, they had, you know, they said that goo is the official sponsor and we're going to have goos yeah. at, you know, miles five, 10, 15 and 20. Yeah. You can practice, you know, whatever they're going to have. And, but yeah, for races, you, you don't have to deal with it, but I, I know some people are finicky about their nutrition and they, they care enough to carry their own stuff for races. That seems like, 
That's well. That's what I did for Boston. I, you carried around? By, I did. Yeah, uh, I didn't train with it, so it was another mistake. But uh, I didn't know. I didn't research. I should have researched that they were. I knew they were going to have like some nutrition, uh, but it, I would more looked at like what water, what non-water drink did they have? And they had Gatorade, and mm-hmm. that was the first time I had Gatorade in years. So that was a little bit rough for me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of sugar in that. Um, but that is one nice thing well, about races so, is you can you can you can get both both your hydration and your calories just through drinking. Calories. And that's not just, yeah. really an option unless you carry your own Gatorade. Right. The when I speaking of kind of gear when I did Boston, yeah, I was carrying I was going to carry my own nutrition and I bought these like Nike Tech shorts, so like specifically designed to like hold a bunch of stuff while you run. So there's uh-huh. I think there's what's cool is like there's like two side, there's like actual like real pockets. So I really love shorts that have like real pockets. Just because like after I'm done with a run, I can put the my phone in that pocket and like untie my shoes. So I don't have to put my phone down. It's like this small thing. But they also have two side pockets in the back, which are meant to hold like two goos or whatever per, and then a, a big pocket in the back that will hold your phone. So I was really excited to buy these because like this is perfect utility and it has like a little ro- like loop thing to put your keys on. So I'm like, this, this is like the all-in-one tech short that they're not lying. Uh-huh. These effing sorry sorry for the, the the language these shorts within two months the hole in the in the in the um phone pocket ripped open so i can't use it to hold my phone anymore and then the whole both holes that hold keys they ripped open and then the other hole to hold the goo ripped all within like two months of owning these things and nike wouldn't do anything about it and i spent a lot of money on these shorts specifically for this. yeah and yeah and that was the last i have zero pairs of shorts now where the zipper works that I can hold my phone in. The only only shorts that I have that the zipper works, my phone can't uh, can't hold it, uh, can't fit in it. So now I'm yeah. like on the I'm on the I've been on the market for like six months trying to find new running shorts. And I'm very particular because I have to see them in person because I almost bought some Nikes off the internet because they were on sale. And then I went to the store and the phone the phone pocket is for like an iPhone four from 2010. Like it's not right. it's too small. It's not modern day. Um, I mean. You sort of want you sort of want a small phone pocket. It has to fit your phone, but you want it to be as small as possible so there's no wiggle room. Um, right. You know, it's tough if there's any if there's any wiggle room, it, yeah, it's that that's an issue too. Okay, so you brought up a couple of things I want to I want to litigate with you. I hate side pockets because I don't use them at all during the run, and it's an extra flap of it's an extra flap of material that's just extra weight. Uh, and so, you know, when you're trying to save. <laughs> Because because milliseconds matter. Okay, sprinter. Uh, okay, sprinter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trying to go yeah, I mean, twenty miles an hour. <laughs> well, it adds up, right? You know, uh, four milliseconds a mile over the course of a race is, you know, uh, at least a tenth of a second. So, um, <laughs> actually, I don't, I don't think it is <laughs> forty milliseconds. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, I, like, I don't like the extra material. It's not just the weight; it's that you can feel it sort of swishing. Um, and then, yeah, you'll see shorts that have these things like a little elastic band that you could put your, put your goose through. But uh, yeah, I just view that as extra weight as well. So like the beauty of these. They don't work. They don't actually work that well. The the two pairs that I have, they don't like, I don't trust them. I tried it once and like it fell out within like a quarter of a mile. So it's okay. 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 And I feel the same about zippers. Like zippers are just unnecessary weight. Now there's a paradox here. 
if I do, if I have unzippered pockets and I do and I am carrying my key, like maybe I've maybe I've rented a car and I don't want to, you know, I'm carrying the rental car key. Normally, I'll hide the rental car key near the car as well. Um, but if for some reason I feel like that's unsafe and I'm actually carrying the key, yeah, then I spend the whole run worrying that the key is going to fall out of my unzippered pocket. I don't like that. Mm. But generally, if I don't have something that I need to zipper, I don't, I don't like zippers. And it, it makes sense that they fail so much, right? Like they get washed over and over and over and over. And then, you know, they get salty, you know, from, from sweat. So there's like some corrosion um, or rusting. That's or why all my zippers are broken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they need to, they need to use higher quality zips, but the average consumer is not, they're like, hmm, hmm, with their magnifying glass, you know, checking to see the zipper quality went by, <laughs> by the short. So they, they probably just figure we'll just save, save the money here. Um, so to kind of, what I want to do to, to wrap up a little bit was talk about, you know, you, you mentioned you like the tracksmith shorts. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any other like specific gear when it comes to holding things that you love or any brand specifically? I, I'm in the, I'm in this gray area because I'm like, I'm doing what you're doing right now is like, I'm trying to transition a lot of my gear into new stuff. Like most of my, the first, most of my running shorts are over like six years old at this point. I just bought like a new pair, like two years ago, the one that ripped, Um, so I'm like in this transition of, I need to start like investing in more. So I don't, I don't have any recommendations. I would say my Lululemon shorts from five years ago have held up very well, except the zipper just broke like three months ago, but I'll give Mm -hmm. it for five years. It's not, not terrible. Um, but I've been really impressed with the quality of their running shorts and their running gear. Uh, even though it's, it's quite pricey. Um, but in this case, I, I really feel like you're getting what you, what you pay for. The quality is very good. Versus a lot of the Nike stuff that I've had recently is just not as not nearly as good, and it's basically the same price at this point. Nike's running stuff is like ridiculously pricey now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've never used a running belt. I've never used an armband that wasn't free from some race or something. So I've been <laughs> my yeah. my investment in the holding of of objects is is running shorts, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my current my current phone i used to always have the like xl version of cell phones i I have the pixel 5 and they didn't make an xl version this year for some reason um so it's you know a little bit smaller and it for now my sort of tepid recommendation for a running belt is the the classic spy belt um Mm -hmm. it's spi belt and it's tepid because yeah the the waist strap is not thick enough but they're inexpensive. The, the zipper fails. You probably get, uh, I don't know, maybe a hundred runs out of it before the zipper fails. Oh, um, that's not that much. It's not that much, but I think it costs three 10 months. bucks. It's three and a half months. I know. Oh, okay. I know it, it costs 10 bucks. So that's 10 cents a run. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, not great. Cool. I mean, it is frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I run every single day. And so, yeah, it seems like a few times a year I have to buy a new belt because it fails. Also, I spent a lot of time traveling last year in a place where like Amazon doesn't deliver in 10 minutes. And so, yeah, I had this issue where like my spy, I, yeah, next time I travel, I'm going to bring like three spy belts and actually I have to bring multiple Garmin chargers too, because those seem to fail as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you end up in a place where like you can't charge your watch or can't figure out how to carry your stuff. That's, that's no fun. Uh, I have like another gear pet peeve. What do you do okay. when like the draw, the drawstring go like comes out of the of the loop you know so, you know never, shorts have this drawstring that has like yeah. an internal track and like once it falls out 
I mean, there's no, there's no recovering, right? Knock on wood. I've never had this happen to running shorts, only like oh, normal athletic on. shorts. I just like, I, yeah, I don't know. What about like with a hoodie? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm saying with, with, with running shorts, I've never had it happen, but with a hoodie with like wow. normal athletic shorts, it happens. I've had it happen just recently actually with my, like, my second favorite pair of shorts. And like, I, I kind of, it, I don't cry often, but you cry because like, you just know it's over. Like you just know it's yeah. not worth. I mean, like, I think if you had like a, a needle and maybe two hours and like extreme patience, you might be able to like thread it back through, but you'd have to like poke all these needle holes in it. And like, it might not work. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So I have all these tracksmith shorts and one of the, one of them, the drawstring just came out of the, came out of the thing. And I, yeah, I'm heartbroken. I don't know if there were tears, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 not it's not a good feeling. Um, I, I wanted to add one more thing about gear. Um, I often do trail runs in places that don't have cell service. Um, when I when I do trail runs like that, I always download the route to my watch and to my phone. Um, not all watches can do. Um, on on watch routes but the one oh, my garmin does um and when you download to your phone make sure that you download the offline map so i don't know if apple maps has this but google maps has this feature where you can download the map so that even if you don't have cell access it, uh you'll still be able to see where you are gps of course uses satellites so it doesn't need tower access it just needs mm-hmm. it can tell you your location and if you have the map offline you, you can see it I'm about to add a new piece to my kit. Um, Garmin sells this thing. Um, it's called it's called the InReach, and it's a it's expensive. I think it's about three hundred dollars, um, but it is a GPS satellite communicator. So you can make uh, you can call emergency services anywhere in the world uh, with this device. And yeah, I just feel like I haven't had any super close calls when doing trail runs. But, you know, if you fall and, you know, break an ankle and you're in the middle of nowhere and you're like me and you're not wearing a shirt, you know, it can be, you know, you'd really regret not having a device like this, right? Like it'd be kind of silly to to die because you're an idiot. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I think I'm going to add that to my kit pretty, pretty shortly here. Oh, that's interesting. I've I've always known... I always figured something like this existed, but I've never actually dove into this on Garmin's website when I look at all their other products. So it's really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. It's expensive. I think you have to pay for a service too. Um, oh, interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's is. like if you're tra- if you're going into a lot of rural remote areas or a lot of remote areas, like this is super yeah. important. Like yeah. 300, 300 boxes save. Yeah. Make sure well, I mean, and this isn't is small. This isn't the kind of thing you need to buy every year, right? It's not like upgrading right. your cell phone or something, right? You, you could use this for for years and years and years. Actually, you would probably, if you're lucky, you never have to use it. <laughs> but <laughs> you're gonna get your. But the problem is you you're gonna have, have to get it. another. You're gonna have to get another band uh, waistband to hold this, unless you're gonna have to hold it in your because that thing's <laughs> not gonna fit in your shorts. You're gonna have to hold it in your hand, or you get to find the right. I know, I know. The right running that, that's, belt. that's part of my reason. That's part of my hesitancy as well. But I don't know. I don't want to be dead, so I'll have to somehow. <laughs> that's true. That's worth it. I'll have to somehow suck it. I mean, look, if you're doing a run in a place where there's you know people pretty often, like you you don't you probably don't need something like this. But like I don't know. I did this run in Tahoe a couple winters ago, and uh, 
I got, it was, it was in, um, I think it was in April. So there was still snow on the ground and I got, it was a big uphill run and I crossed the snow line and I got pretty deep into the snow and I slipped and I fell and there was like a, a downward slope and I was sort of able to stop myself from going down it. But yeah, it sort of occurred to me like another human wasn't going to come to that place for days. And and I don't know, that sort of scared some humility into me mm. um, for better or worse. Uh, anyway, that's probably an okay place to stop. You want you have anything else you want to mention here? No, no, I think it's uh I think that's a good place to wrap. It's there's a lot of things that you can bring on your run, and but the, at the same time, the best thing about running is you don't have to bring that much to go out and enjoy a, a either even a long run. Uh, Nutrition is very important. If you haven't listened to our one of our more recent episodes with Anne, please go and, and listen. I've been taking some of her uh, tips lately. But unlike cycling, where it's like you have to bring an inner two, you have to bring an extra inner two plus like you know Pump. all this all this fuel. It's you have to have a, you know your whole like shirt. They have those shirts that have all the things at the sacks in the back, which is completely full. And if you forget to like take an inner tube with you and like you pop your tire at like you know mile thirty, then you're like I don't like what am I going to do? Uh, I learned that lesson the hard way. Um, so the nice thing about running is you don't really have to take that much, and you know a simple pair of shorts, but a good pair of shorts, it's it's worth the investment and. There, there are definitely some uh, luxury or semi-luxury upgrades, um, some small upgrades and some luxury upgrades that you can use to uh, to make life just a little bit easier for those longer runs, for sure. Yeah, I have one quick story about blowing a tube on a bike ride. I, I, I blew the tube and I had an extra one, and I have those you know pressurized canisters that you can use to inflate them. And I used the canister, but I didn't really know what I was doing, and so I blew the second tube as I was inflating it. And yeah, that was an embarrassing, I, I, I yeah, that was, that was a nightmare <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's a wrap on episode 14 of the final turn. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, we can be found on Twitter at the final turn, uh, and by email at the final turn at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate the support and we look forward to having you back uh, for our next episode.